What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Um, <laughs> it's haphazard. So today was today it's was our song. Is it? But good. It was fast. Um, it's like sp- summer. It was summer the last two days, um, and now it's back to spring. Thank God. Wait, did you put your air conditioner in? No. Just for the day. Do you have an air conditioner? Uh, I don't at my place. No, I have a fan. You have to get one though for your apartment. You know, my apartment stays pretty cool back there in the garden, but we'll see. We'll see. I feel I really could see you being like, no, nah, I'm just gonna let it and like do the summer where it's but when it's like feels like yeah, 96 really, degrees I, and, and the apartment and you'll be like oh well I really am like that physics thing like an object in motion tends to stay in motion because as soon as you stop me I'm done it's amazing what do you mean like as what soon as I'm mean? not working on something uh-huh. or like I've taken a nap I feel like it's the end of the world like if I died it'd be just fine I get it yeah. I have to say I do get it right now. I feel I'm I'm tired for sure. It's the end of the semester. I mm-hmm. need it. I'm, I'm ready. I'm trying to keep going. I I have to. You have to. We have to. We will. There's no. We can't stop. Like you have to keep going. You're gonna and then we're gonna be upstate and we're still gonna be going in June. You're gonna yeah. You're gonna have to keep going and you'll oh. be making Pam's costumes. Yeah. And, Is that in July? June? Uh. June. I don't know when Pam premieres. Does she premiere? I premiere in June, so she must premiere in June because we premiere at the same time. Okay. Um, it's all got to happen. It's we're just going to keep going, and that's it. Um, I'm bummed that I can't go dancing this Sunday. Are you going to go to Soul Therapy tomorrow? Wow, that's tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see how I feel. I wish I could go. Do you know I'll, what I mean? I'll you have to like, get upstate. to Sunday and then figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it really has to be one day at a time. Okay, let's talk about dance and then stuff. So you went to the City Ballet Gala. I saw the City Ballet Gala. I saw the Nick Mouse show at the Whitney. Uh-huh. I got to see both Burr and Maggie dance in two separate groups, which is great. How um, was the City Ballet Gala? City Ballet Gala. I'll do a talk through. Okay. Okay. Uh, I made myself a jacket that day to wear to the City Ballet Gala, which is a, ra- a rag. It looks good. Thanks. It looked like a witch. Eileen Fisher witch. UT. Yeah. Big time. And then... What was Harriet wearing? Harriet, I liked her dress. Harriet and I made her this beautiful, like, orchid-colored bag with, like, gathering at was the good. low hip. Yeah, it was really pretty. Yeah. So we made our outfits, and then we went to the gala. You made them that day. Yeah, and the, a little bit the day before. Uh-huh. Yeah, I cut out my jacket the day before. Uh-huh. I made the pattern. Ladies, gentlemen, and other, you might want to like flip through and see what Reed and Harriet made because maybe it's time for fashion <laughs> for Reed and Harriet. I uh, really want the the line of costumes for living to take off and for you guys to just move into that non-paying world of fashion. Yeah, which is also yeah. uh, it's just like no putting money. clothes into production is so tedious. Oh my God, I was as on, we've learned. Sorry, I want. I'll let you finish. No, but go I, ahead. I was on the train in this. Wow. Uh, woman I was on the G and you know we're at the last stops and you're gonna go back into Greenpoint and this woman's like does this go to Greenpoint I said mm-hmm and she said well what about on the other side of the track and I said well this is the end of the line so mm-hmm. we're just gonna go back the other way and two stops you'll be at Greenpoint she's like mm-hmm. okay we do the first stop she stands up and I'm like nope the next stop uh-huh. and she's like thank you and then that's nice of you and then I'm like I'm getting off at your stop and so I'll I'll let you know so we I stand up and I was like I really like your jacket and she goes oh thanks and I said, um, who made it? She goes, it's Vera Wang. And I said, and what's that? And she goes, oh, I, I just kind of made it. And I said, are you a designer? And she said, well, kind of. I worked for Vera. Uh-huh. And then we, she's like, I was 
her her boss was just let go two weeks ago so she was let go and I, I was like where are you going and so we walked off the train and we took this walk together and talked about fashion and da 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 and um and then she texted me being like let's hang out I, she asked for my number and I gave it to her and I was like I'm kind of not in town but I, I'll see you around she's really nice her That's name was nice. Gretchen Gretchen yeah, yeah. oh great yeah. good for Gretchen she yeah. works in fashion and doesn't work in fashion well she doesn't work in fashion anymore <laughs> yeah. she will again. yeah but she will she was interested in the business side of things and I was like oh. ugh boring well, I mean, it's really, it's all about movies. It's, okay. It's, it's, it's just about movies. Anyhow, so, so you mean, that's all where we about, are. That's, yeah, all that's, about movies. Yeah, exactly. Which does segue right back to the City Ballet Gala oh, because yeah. it started with a movie. Oh. So we put on our clothes. Michael Minata, Harriet's husband, picked us yeah. up, drove us uptown. We that's helped nice. Gretchen get ready because oh. we let her borrow the hair back from Love the it. Guggenheim Looks show. Looks so good. I helped out Russell tying a ribbon around his neck. Mm-hmm. So I hard really, work. Don't you want to see Russell in a piece where he pulls off a ribbon off his and neck his and his head, head falls off? off? Yes. Don't you? Oh, he would be the one. You know he what is. I mean? He is. A, he has that pallid kind of corpse yeah, color. Absolutely. Like it, yeah. And his Thanks. hands are so red. It's clear that the blood is like it's Only ending. There. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, so then uh, Andrew Wallace joined me for the show. Andrew Wallace. Thomas's, Thomas Lax's boyfriend, Andrew Oh, yeah, Wallace. yeah. Right, right, right. And he arrived. We took our seats. We, you know, we went, we walked through the cocktail part very quickly and saw a lot of plastic surgery and took our mm-hmm. seats. Mm-hmm. Um, Ansel Elgort was there, which is, he's always at the ballet events, but that's a thrill for me because I, I just cried about him in that movie on the plane. What? The Vault in Our Stars, starring Ansel Elgort and Shalene Woodley. I don't know. He's Arthur Elgort's son. He's an actor? He's an actor. He's Baby Driver. I didn't see that. Okay. Is he beautiful? Yeah, he's humble. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) 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 I'll show you a picture. It's like that question is insane because it's so extreme. So you cried when you see him because I didn't. No, I just was like, there he is. Why is he always at the ballet? His girlfriend's a ballerina. I think he likes dance. Oh, okay. I think he went to SAB as a child. Oh, wow. Yeah. With Macaulay. Well, different generation. Macaulay's my generation. Wow. Um, so, okay, so the show starts, they show a film of, oh, first Maria Krauski came out and talked oh. and was like, I just, ha- thank you for coming. Um, I am the only remaining dancer in New York City Ballet who worked with Jerome Robbins. Wow. I know. Isn't that wild? Wow, that is, yeah. And so she talked a little bit about that. It was sweet. And then they showed this film, which was really well done, mm-hmm. with just, like, clips of Jerry coaching and mm-hmm. his pieces, blah, blah, blah. Carrying a chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one talked about that. Uh, well, they wouldn't. So then the show started, and they did uh, Four Seasons, which mm-hmm. is a Jerome Robbins dance, which is just, like, cute, what have you. Yeah. Felt endless somehow. But Sarah Mearns was so unbelievable in spring, mm. as per usual. Mm. Yeah. And Tyler was wonderful in spring, and yeah. Tyler Peck was wonderful in fall, and Zach Catazzaro did, like, a real hysterical blooper in fall, which was great, which really, you know, stunningly, like, the audience was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> There's a part where, like, where he has to, like, do two double tours in a row, but literally mm. it stops the music. Like, it's like, da 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 like, it has sort of, like, it kind of has to happen. Uh-huh. And I think he did one, and then, like, 
somehow there was no way he was going to do the other one. So he just sort of like, I think he just like fumbled to his knee and like wobbled about and just like, then the music was, and the audience was like, oh. And then what did he do when he, he was? He carried on and uh-huh. he finished beautifully. So good. I was like, good, good for you. Yeah. Because I would have been so derailed psychologically, I think. But what would you have done? Just I think I would have improvised the rest of the uh-huh. solo. Improvise the rest of the solo. Oh, how wonderful. I'd I also love to was see never that. asked to do anything so, like, the steps he has to do in that solo are so mm. hard, I, I would have killed myself. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have done it. I would have never been asked to do it. Do you know what I mean? Someone uh, would have saw me try to rehearse them and, like, anyone else? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, anyways. Um, so, this four seasons was over, then there was an intermission. And the oh, I talked to Robbie on the terrace, which was nice. Neve was there. Mm. Um, uh, Are you going to go to uh, the cancer benefit? I am. Great. Neve texted me, but I can't because I'll be a bard. I'm going to go. Um, yeah, Russell gave though. me his comp, so I'm going to go see him go, I'm Russell Jansen, and I'm dancing on behalf of Reed. Oh, no, no. I hope that's what he says. Oh, I he hope won't. that's what he says. That'd I'm going to so say, good. I'm Reed, and I'm sitting on behalf of myself. Yeah, exactly. Um, I should pass you the mic. Yeah. I've got something to say. It's uh-huh. not even mic, it's all recorded. Anyways. Well, wouldn't it be amazing if it was live for a moment? I love that. Oh, God, and it. what if you did, like, a dance in the aisle? Just do your own. I should. You know what I mean? <laughs> you take it, do an Insta story of being like, I'm dancing on behalf of myself. I'm like very good Insta. at authentic movement because I know what my body wants. It's true. Mm. I You're just in ask touch my with body, your body and it says, what would you like to do? And mostly just lay down on my back. Exactly. As I stare at a wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's a dance. Honey, tell you what, downtown, that is super What we're doing right now. A dance. Well, honey, with our mouths. At, sitting at a desk, talking. Well, you're also, you have a My Little Pony in your hand. I do. And you're curling her hair on your fingers just it. like you love to and um this is a dance it's such a dance you know what this podcast is a dance i hope we get a bessie we will not we <laughs> no once again another year <laughs> another year another year but i might win a bessie. bessie for presenting bessies last year because uh, i nailed it everyone loved you last year you were the hit i love myself <laughs> you better thank you you better um, so, okay. okay. So then after intermission, they did Circus Wait, did you Polka. you tell me what? Oh, yeah. They did Four Seasons. Four Seasons. And then it's intermission. Then they did Circus Polka, and, which is a dance for the kids in the school. So they're like three different age groups of young girls, and mm-hmm. Ask the Core plays like a ringmaster, and it mm-hmm. looks like you're inside a circus. There's like, it looks like a t- draped tent. Is it Calder? No. Oh, okay. It literally looks like inside a circus. Tent. Okay, like actual. Is okay. it Calder? <laughs> well, you know how Calder has that the circus, that mobile that he did? Oh, no, it's no. It's so that, wonderful no, it's and not, gives me a great stage No, design. this piece is not abstract art. It's, I get it. Yeah. Okay. So then uh, Ask LaCour comes out. He's like, this is my circus of little tiny baby elephant girls. And uh-huh. they're just dressed in leotards and fake tutus. And they skip around. Da, 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 da. Uh-huh. Then the next group of girls comes in. They're wearing moss green. Uh-huh. They skip around. They uh-huh. sit down. Then the tiniest girls in pink come out. And I literally uh-huh. out loud was just like, they're so small. <laughs> <laughs> So small, and Ask is so tall, so it's he good. He is. That's amazing. Yeah. That's fun. They're so small. So then that dance ended, mm-hmm. and instead, of, at the end of the dance, they always like they do all these circles, and then they end up spelling out I dot S dot Igor Stravinsky. But uh-huh. for this show, they spelled out J dot R. Jerome Rappins. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jack Rurrur. Right, exactly. <clears throat> so, J.F. So that was cute, and I enjoyed myself, but Harriet and Andrew were shook. They were like, what did I just lay my eyes on? Because it sort of looked like, he has a full whip. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, and then all these little kids dancing around him. Just well, girls, girls, though. Yeah, yeah, Only yeah, little yeah. girls. Uh-huh, so it is uh-huh. odd. But I've just seen it so much since I was yeah, so yeah, young yeah. that I was like, yeah. yes, I get yeah, it. exactly. Right. This is a thing I know. Yeah, you were like, I remember when I was in this. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking there should be little boys in it. Um, hello, absolutely. Yeah. And, and all they the should be wearing pink. tutus. Uh, blue, green, and pink. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then Circus Boca ended. Harriet was shook. And mm-hmm. then they did Suite of Dances, Joaquin... Um, it's a solo that was made for Misha to de- several different Bach cello suites, mm-hmm. and he did. It was done very well, and it's a very nice dance. And it's nice to see Joaquin like on stage with like full gray hair, like being an older dancer. Mm-hmm. It's like something that we don't have enough of. I think it's nice in America, especially, and rare to Joaquin. see much older dancers to lose. He's like 42, 43 okay. maybe. So oh, like, okay. I was literally thinking of just Joaquin. Um, Phoenix. No, the other Joaquin. There's none other. What? Joaquin Chukukupufuinis. Who am I thinking of? Um, Gonzalo. No. Mm. Juan Boada. No. <laughs> he's in. I. He's in City Ballet. Uh-huh. Joaquin. Uh huh. Uh huh. Same, same. He has gray hair. Yeah. She got older. What? Yeah, like you. He has gray hair like me now? Yes. I can't picture it. It's what it is. Have they been dying it? Maybe he... No, I doubt it. I think it's just coming coming on in. Like this week? No. Because I just... I I saw City Ballet like... Well, I don't know what to tell ago. you. Okay. His hair is gray. He was wearing maroon. Maybe it brought out the gray. I don't know. Wow. Okay. All right. It was beautiful, though. And um, I just I, didn't realize that he had... Okay. I, I was, did think watching yeah, it, I was like, I would love to looking. see, like, a woman do this also. I'd also like to see a tall person. Like, I thought it'd be nice to see mm-hmm. very different iterations. Like, mm-hmm. we don't need to just see, like, small men mm-hmm. do this dance. Because there's it. no need. It doesn't matter. It doesn't right, have, right. like... It has a few tricks, but it doesn't matter. Okay. So, Suite of Dances was nice. This is still going on. Oh, the show's not over. Uh, then they did the Justin Peck premiere. Uh-huh. This was one from SF? No, this is the piece he just made for this gala called Easy to a Leonard Bernstein, like, uh, jazzy concerto, I think. Uh-huh. And it was, it's great. It's like a very, very energetic dance. Like, Harrison fun. Cole, like, looked insane on stage, which is so fun. So fun. Claire Kretschmar, amazing. Indiana, Unity, Preston, Sean Swazi. Great cast, six yeah. people. And Reed and Harry did the costumes. So we then ran out after it was over. And Brandon did the lighting. Beautiful. Steve Powers painted this backdrop, which is fun. Then we bowed, and that was nice. And I always have to take all the things out of my pockets for bows, which is weird. And I probably don't have to. I just do. Because I'm always afraid something's going to fall out, or I'm going to look bulky in the hips. You know? It would be so great if something fell out of your pocket. I know. A dildo. I always also want to take pictures. I love... Oh, my God. Can you imagine? A My Little Pony in a dildo. Wow. <laughs> Um, in case State you're Theater. wondering. Yeah, um, So then there was another intermission. I don't even remember what happened. Oh, no, actually, you know what? The intermission was after Suite of Dances. So we bowed, and then I ran back into my seat and watched Justin's piece. And then there was not another intermission. We went straight into the Warren Carlisle Broadway tribute to Jerome Robbins mm-hmm. right after Suite of Dances, which was um, like a 40-minute... 30, 40 minute piece, which just had like entrances and exits of people dressed up like old Jerome Robbins musicals, including On the Town, mm-hmm. King and I, uh, I wow. Flower Drum Song, um, uh, <clears throat> West Side Story, 
Gypsy. Um, Sherman Robbins did the original Gypsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should have been in it. So all those things like just sort of came in and came out. There was at one point a mashup of Shall We Dance and something else. Wait, is this what Garen's doing at the Muni? No. Because Garen is singing something from On the Town. Yep. And then he's doing West Side Story, yep. like a 40-minute West Side Story yep. that's only the I think it's in. just like a celebration of Jerome Robbins all everywhere, all the time, all year long. Because this is the year he would have turned 100. This is also the Bernstein centennial. Can you imagine? Same age. Both drunks. Well, I don't know if Jerome Robbins was actually. I and But Bernstein was? Hmm, actually... I might be wrong. They like cigarettes, but they were. That's why I think they're. Do you think they ever hooked up? Yes. Okay. I don't know that for a fact, but I Uh hope so. Well, you sounded super convincing. I mean, the, the. I mean, Bernstein was certainly. Bye. If you haven't listened to the Leonard Bernstein, here's the thing with Leonard Bernstein's kids, Alec Baldwin interviewing them. It's phenomenal. Please have a listen. You will cry. Oh, I want to listen to it. So good. Okay. I'll do it on um, one of my drives upstate. And if you haven't listened to Mike White cry on Fresh Air, please treat yourself to that. I love Mike White. Mike White, please be on our podcast. He would would, be perfect. Oh, I... He would be perfect. I would just be like, you have made um, the most important things I'm I'm adore you he's amazing he's amazing okay so that you watched like a 50 minute yeah thing that was entrances and exits yeah. of characters from and like scrims and a Broadway singer in a glittering gown who would sing the songs Did and people dance a lot of dancing I love and the Ashley Bowder and Andy Vyette mm. did talk were the only ones who talked and they did a talking scene from Gypsy Oh, they did the the part where it's the daughter. It's when her and the guy, and he's like, I've just got to find the girl. No, he's like, let me show you how to dance. And he starts to like, and then she could do this. And yeah, he like yeah. dances but it's, around. But the thing is, if I only had that girl, like he's talking about, it's when she thinks she's going to end up being with him, but he ends up being like running away with her sister. I literally have no idea what Gypsy is. <gasps> no. Ray, that's so hard for me. Like you have to, you will love it. You will love it. Okay. We need to... I do like watching Bernadette Peters cry at the Tonys. When... I, I really hope that Bernadette Peters does Gypsy again. And we can go see it. Because I can't picture seeing anyone else do it, really. Like, I know right. other people have really loved seeing these different iterations. Bernadette Peters and Gypsy... I'll never get over it. I really... I literally couldn't stand up at the end of Act 1. I was crying and my legs were numb. It is... She was incredible. It's also... And it is the musical. It is so amazing. It's Sondheim. It's Sondheim and... Someone else. Someone else. Um, I, I just want to be like, it's Sondheim, but I don't think that's true. Like he just wrote the lyrics. Yeah, I can't fully remember. Huh. It doesn't, I whatever. I'm just obsessed with it. Speaking of Sondheim, we'll have to go back to the New York Philharmonic Gala. I'll tell you about that. So then the show... You're just going to galas. You're just a gala girl. I know. I don't even like them. I mean, girl. But I go. So I want, I, I, the Broadway thing was sort of like, okay. Mm-hmm. And Sarah Mearns, oh my God. I'm just going to describe what happened. So she, she, you know, like people kind of came in at the beginning, like their characters were introduced. So mm-hmm. you were like, okay, you kind of know what's coming. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah Mearns suddenly comes out in. Mm-hmm. A one-shouldered, asymmetrical, red sequin 
tiered ruffled skirt Anita dress from West Side Story. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. So that's the sister, right, who sings, I want to be in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puerto Rican. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Sarah Mearns also had, like, 10-foot-long blonde hair, and she had a half back but tied right on the top of her head, like a snorkel almost, just, like, right up here. Wait. Yeah. It was her hair? It was her 10-foot-long blonde hair uh-huh. and, she, like, a like a cheerleader, like Amy Adams in Drop Dead Gorgeous. Remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing it. Uh-huh. So she came out uh-huh. as if it was like a pageant rehearsal. Okay, are, are you imagining I'm, I'm, it? Yeah, I'm picturing the whole so thing. She, but like the pageant rehearsal where the owners of the pageant are watching. Uh-huh. So you come out basically dancing for your life. And she danced as if she had never been on stage and would never be on stage again. I wish I would have seen this. It was... I laughed, I laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was laying my eyes on. It was wild. It was wild, Jack. She was like, this is my chance. She's like, I will never play Anita. No. I'm never going to get to do this again. I want to live in America. Here we go, girls. And she... Yes. was wild. Yes. It was the best. Oh, uh, that's amazing. Yeah, that that's was crazy. Hilarious. Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. And Were I, other people laughing? Hard to say. Uh-huh. It was absurd. Were you sweating? So hard that you were like, I, I was just, totally at ease. Oh, you just let go into it. You oh, were yeah. like, at you this know point, what? I was like, here we are. Well, you've been there for five hours. You I had really to just had. let go. I had. And then at the end of the piece, they all stood there in spotlights and they mm-hmm. looked up stage, and a big old picture of Jerome Robbins came on the script. And I thought, that's extra. You know what I mean? <laughs> we didn't need all that. Of course they did. Of course they did. Where do you think you were? And they were? bowed. Anyways. Did they I, bow to the picture? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Where? And then it was honey. over, and then we all sat good went to the dinner, and I had a great table because New York City Belly knows how to plan a dinner, and we were all seated, just designers. Uh-huh. Designers from the Warren Carlyle piece, designer from the Justin Peck mm-hmm. piece. It was great. I was sitting next to the costume designer from the Warren Carlyle piece. Her name is Tony Leslie something, and she's amazing, and she's like been nominated for Tonys. She designed the original Angels in America and Perestroika, Work. and she told me the craziest story. So, okay. when Perestroika got commissioned mm-hmm. to be performed, like in conjunction with Angels in America, whatever, early '90s. Well, Perestroika's there's two parts. There's Millennial approach, Millennium Approaches mm-hmm. and Perestroika. But that is Angels in America. Oh. Okay. There you have it. Okay. Didn't know that. That's okay. So they do... He's... Tony Kushner is... Doesn't have the script finished, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, this is... Uh, going to Broadway, mm-hmm. the costumes are already been produced. They get new pages of the script. Things have to be redesigned. The, and and Perestroika is part two. Right. Know, right. Mm-hmm. So the Angels in America has already happened. Perestroika is blah, blah, blah. Second... Well, there's... Uh-huh. Okay. Right. It's, it's I'm, going I'm, to Broadway. It's uh-huh. happening. Yes, yes. So the costume department goes way over time. Uh-huh. Thousands of hours of overtime to like get these costumes made last minute that were not, you know, like not originally part of the thing. So the producers call up um, Tony Leslie and they are like, so here's the thing. So much additional money has been spent on costumes that this is what we're going to do. Um, we're going to just buy you out of your royalties. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. So she was like, oh, is that what you want to do? And she's so fierce. This is what she said. 
She was like, why don't you go ahead and do that? And when you get to the theater tonight, all those costumes that I own will be on the street on fire. So good luck. And they gave her her royalties. Ah. <laughs> yes, honey. Yes, work, Tony, work. It was amazing. Yeah, that's so, so good. Yeah, she was great. I'm glad I had dinner with her. Oh, that's wonderful. We did a little bit of dancing. I want to have her on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yes, please. Ansel Elgort just danced the night away. Really? Is he a good dancer? Sure. He's the kind who just, like, closes his eyes and goes for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then... Did he dance with, he danced with his girlfriend. Yeah. They were like, Primarily. we're beautiful, we're young. And, like, Harrison Cole and stuff was like, hey, man. And they, like, you right. know, got weird and it was uh-huh. great. Uh-huh. And then I went home and I woke up at 10.30 the next day, which is late. And a few days before that, we'd been at the New York Philharmonic Gala because Jacob Tidwell invited us, and Jeremy and I had a date. It was very nice. I'm watching Jeremy. I'm watching Jacob right now. We're about to do a photo shoot, ladies, gentlemen, and other. And so that's that's uh, we are at Michael Sharkey's incredible studio. It's it is so amazing. amazing. Yeah. God, you, I wish I lived here. If you want to have a mazing photo, Michael, is it cold here in the winter? No. They have, this, they have that heater back there. See? Look. Oh, wow. That. Yeah. So I went to the New York Philharmonic Gala, and in my mind, I literally had no idea what they'd be performing. Like, literally, I didn't... You didn't know anything. Nothing. You not didn't e- know that no, it was not even be. until the moment I was sitting in my seat, I didn't open the program, and then Audra McDonald walks out on stage, and little di- I thought, oh, Audra's going to sing a song. She sang all the songs for an hour and a half and she did not take a sip of water what jack she sang for an hour and a half and when she wasn't singing she was talking and she did not take a sip of water and she is bionic that's incredible yeah but durational singing i think that I think Audra's talented, but it's not the kind of voice I want to listen to for an hour and a half. I was hoping she'd bring out friends, because, like, she always seems to be navigating registers, you know? Like, it's a very affected technique, where Mm. she's like, I was trained as an opera singer, but Mm. now I can sing, I can belt, I can do... I can do anything. But it's all sort of, like, it's all been figured out in such a way where it seems very unnatural. Mm. But, like, when she sang Summertime from Porgy and Bess, mm. like, the microphone went away because she was like, now nah, I'm singing in my head voice and I can fill the space. And I was like, just only do that, Andra. In or, a way. Like, just no mic. Just no mic and only, like, head voice. Mm. Like, I don't need to hear you sing some, like, song about Facebook. Mm. Well, all. was that just because of what the song was? or Just all of it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hear Audra McDonald sing poppy music. We've, it's, her voice is exceptional there's i mean it's it's not my favorite voice but yes i can acknowledge that it's good and i i well, like here's to... the kind of question that just that's en general i think about performance is if there's no risk do you start to zone out like if no i don't you it don't depends on the out. quality no no but like so think about how think how's like sarah will dance like at the edge yeah that's what i mean so Ooh, Audra doesn't do that. No. Like her so voice is so about. controlled. So, and I'm curious how that works in terms of people with uh, with singing. Right. Like, right. Right. What? How risky can you get? Well, you don't want to wreck yourself, especially when you're her, because like her whole life depends on it, you know. And she's so well, famous. Same with dancing, but 
the voice is like this one small series of like organs and stuff that like right. you can't really fuck with it's so small dance is like oh I sprained my ankle it'll be fine mm-hmm. but like the voice is like if you wreck it you wrecked it forever in a way at Bard I'm you know we're coming barreling to the end of the semester which still feels like a decade away and um as I'm teaching now we're doing we're in the song part with my, my opera grads we're, oh, we're going through their songs and then I'm helping them with acting as, mm. as we go um one student just sang this it's the text is Whitman but Bernstein did it as a song okay um and we were singing through that or he was singing through that and it's I it's so exciting to work with them and, and teaching them acting through these songs and I did these different you know things that then you look back at the class and it's like they've just watched a magic show they couldn't believe it others I would have them like push against my hands while I push out and try and get the, more of this uh, a sense of energy to happen inside of them and then it would change the tone oh wow it was really nice it was good it's fun I like it working with singers is it's exciting it's yeah. a different it's also so singers are often very enthusiastic everyone's pretty tired right now I would <laughs> say because we're at, we're at the end of the semester and it's it's people are like crawling across a desert to finish it um but it is exciting. School year is so hard. It's so hard. I still have to. I have to keep going all the way through till May twenty first. You can do it. And then I start rehearsals with Peter Pan on May twenty second. Back in the city, I will drive back and get home at like midnight on the twenty first, and then start at one at ten a.m. I guess on the twenty second. It's mm. for real. Um, I don't think I haven't been to any galas. I drove back from upstate, and we're doing this photo shoot. And then I will leave tomorrow and drive back upstate. And then... Huh, as per usual. And then live... Well, generally I'm in town a little bit more, I feel like. Um, but not now. But it's so beautiful oh. upstate. And that big cow... You love Bella wrote... Well, Bella wrote me and she's like, just text me videos if you don't want to put it on Instagram. I just need to keep seeing the cow. that cow. It's really sweet. Yeah. She's sweet. It's nice to wake up in the morning and you look outside having coffee and she's there. She wants you to bring her a piece of bread. It's really cute. What was I going to tell you? I want to tell you something. Mm. I'm seeing Mark Morris tonight. Uh, fun. Is David in it? Nope. But they are doing the piece that Mark made for David, but it's now been divided up for three people. David's not in it? No. I mean, David's with Isaac Mizrahi, like, today, though, for some reason. Yeah, I couldn't tell you why. But okay. I did see him the other night at Japanese food. I went to dinner, and he would just happen to be there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, it was the day he got back from Australia. Um, He's here for ABT season. He shall be at. Uh-huh. He just got back? Just got back wow. on, like, Wednesday. they're rehearsing. They've been rehearsing for a whilst now. Anyhow, mm. um, we have to go see the Harlequin, what have you. Oh, Harlequinade. Yeah, we have to see I, it. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, yeah. J- James is on a bus. James is on the sides of buses. Um, and it's him and Bella or him and Cassie are partnered together? Or is it him and Jillian? I, I think it's know. him and Jillian. I can't remember. Anyhow... We'll see him in just a, a short few hours. I'm seeing Mark Morris today. Where is that? At the Mark Morris Studios. It's a showing? Uh-uh. I saw up the big studio, like a theater. That's cool. Yeah. What are they showing? They're showing this program called Solos, Duets, and Trios. And it'll be things from the past and things from the nows. Is Spencer back? I think so, yeah. In the company? I don't know if he's in the program. We should program. have him on. Oh, that'd be fun. I love Spencer. Um, and then we're doing something. 
Oh, and I'm seeing Kyle tomorrow, and I'm having a meeting with Gwen Welliver tomorrow. Tell Gwen I said hi. She should be on the podcast. Ugh, she really should. She really should. So I'll see Stuart. Tell Stuart I say hi. Okay. All these people. I don't live here anymore, I feel like. It's okay. okay. I'll be back at the end of July. The Nick Mouse exhibit at the Whitney. Make sure you see it before it's over, everybody. It's very thoughtfully made. Nick and I talked about the podcast, and he hasn't listened to it, but he's heard all about it. And I said, you must come on. And then he said he's too scared. But but we'll see. Okay. He came to the Guggenheim show. He loved it. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's born the same year as me. That's nice. Also wears glasses. My height. That's nice. I know. Maggie walked over. She said, Reed, you look tan. And then I said, do I look tanner than Nick? Because I was standing next to Nick. And she was like, I don't know. It's like looking at the same thing. Oh, you guys should kiss. And be like, hi, mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Mirror, mirror on my face. Yeah, exactly. Where's my face? There's also an exhibit on the fifth floor at the Whitney by this woman, Zoe something. And it is really beautiful. You should check it out. There's a whole enormous, like hallway where she's collected thousands of Niagara Falls postcards and then has them all laid next to each other based on the view of the waterfall Mm. and it's really really fun I would like to do that in the hallway or going up the stairs to my apartment so as people came up the stairs they would walk by a postcards from Niagara Falls Uh thing it sounds a very like Like you're walking nice friend yeah but it's like wouldn't that be fun in your apartment building I'm actually like finally my brain is like eased up enough from like Mm. having to make choices decisions about costumes and stuff that I'm having ideas don't tell them on the podcast let's keep these yeah I'm trying to write them down because you know I forget everything I have something to tell you too but not on the not on the podcast um what are you watching on TV these days I haven't I literally haven't had capacity to watch anything. If I have, what I what I'll do upstate is I'll finish I'll finish teaching. I get done, or I, you know whatever's happening, and I maybe I eat I put together my dinner or whatever, and I get to eat that at like eight thirty or nine, and then I just put on Dynasty, and I just watch that for two or three hours, oh, yeah, and then you've I been go doing to sleep. A lot of Dynasty. Well, I it's can't so com- you, it's comforting to you. So when yeah, because when I was a child, I'm sure I've said this on this before. My mom, I don't who knows where my dad was. My mom would wake me up. I should be like. Dynasty now, and then we eat. Yeah, and then we watch eat cinnamon toast crunch and watch. Dynasty. Where was your dad asleep? No, out. Out. Mm-hmm. I mean, out where? Just, who knows? He, you know, would work late with it air It sounds quotes. like that movie One True Thing with Renee Zellweger and Meryl Streep and John Hurt. Is didn't, that his name? Didn't see that. William Hurt. Didn't see that. Who's William Hurt, who was married to Sandy. She teaches in Pennsylvania. She was like she teaches the balancing technique from Pennsylvania. Sandy Jennings. Sandy Jennings was William Hurt's wife. Really? And she, he, they were together for ten years. And he was like, "Well, I'm I'm leaving you now." And everyone married. They had a child together and everything. Oh. And she was like, "You're gonna pay. Oh. You're gonna give me alimony." He's like, "Well, we weren't married." Took it to court. Was on Phil Donahue. What? And is the case? It's called like. Um, Hurt versus Jennings. Something like that. And she won. And that's the case that turned it to common law marriage is 10 years or more. Wow. So where you can get... Is this real facts? Yep. Garen Scribner told me. Interesting. Because Garen... Do you remember that movie, Body Heat? Garen told me all these amazing... um, I watched that with my mother. That's him, right? Yeah. William Hurt. I watched that with my mother when I was under age. Like, I was like 10. And she's like, this movie's amazing. And there's that part where Kathleen Hurt 
takes his penis. Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner grabs his penis and walks backwards, and he's like, whoa. But you don't see it. No. Right. But I was, you know, old enough to be like, she's grabbed his penis, better work. I was, you know, 10. Today when we were watching that video with the kids, um, with Kirsten's Uh, Kirsten's Kirsten's friends, kids, and we were showing them the Guggenheim show, Mm -hmm. the part of your piece where they lifted you up by the armpits and Mm -hmm. then your leotard came all the way off Mm -hmm. and the older kid who's seven said, Mm -hmm. where's his penis? (gasps) Amazing. (laughs) And did you explain a dance belt? I said he's wearing underwear. Oh. And I'll tell the people, I told you this, but for the podcast, there's a part where Jack goes, dolphins are fierce, dolphins are cunt. And the little boy turns to me, he goes, what's cunt? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's uh, teachable moments. Yeah. Teachable moments where the adult just gets to go, I don't know. I do realize that if I had children, I, 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 I don't think I would shield them from much. I think I would just be like... Did your mother? I think I knew everything. Same. Deeply. She also just, like, cursed like a sailor around yeah. us. But if any of my brother cursed, it was not okay. Interestingly, my mother swore quite a bit, and then... But only with me. And then when I would swear, my dad would be like... Don't swear. My mother would give me a little Oh, I never would swear. Look. No, 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 no. I wouldn't do it. But my oh, brother would. I was like expletive city by like, you know, middle school. I think school. I said my first curse word when I was like 23. I remember this boy like pushed me and, you know, it was like faggot. And I, you know, it was one of the many instances of which I told my mother and I was either told to ignore it or whatever. And I was getting to the point where things were getting worse and I was getting more abused at school. And she was like, you know what you need to start doing? You just turn right back to them and you just go, you're a fuck face. Whoa. And I was like, I remember that in sixth grade. Why are we talking about William Hurt? Oh, One True Thing. Uh-huh. Never saw so it. in One True Thing, um, Meryl Streep is Renee Zellweger's mom. And Renee Zellweger has always been like, you're such a pushover housewife. Like, uh-huh. And my dad is this famous writer, professor, and I love him because I also am a journalist or mm-hmm. something. And so... Then she comes home and her mom is sick with cancer, which is Meryl Streep. And then she realizes that all this time when her dad's, like, been out or, like, you know, at school, he's actually just been, like, at a bar being drunk. And what does she do, cry? Well, it's very, it's all, all like, role reversals because then she starts to have much more respect for her mom. Uh And she feels, like, the indignity that's been put upon her. And now her mom has to just die. I don't want to see that movie. It's sad. It's so sad. You'll cry your eyes out. I just want to watch Dynasty reruns. I, I like, I film them and I'll send them to Parker and we'll laugh about them. And it's, I mean, after I finish watching Parker on Lost in Space, which I watched in like two days. I'm in the middle. I'm enjoying it now. <sighs> what about that scene with, um, Selma Blair? Blair? Where she kills her? She or she doesn't kill her. her. She just like deadens her. her. But the part when Selma's like getting woozy and she. Oh yeah, she goes she's like, like that with her hand to be like, just lay down. Yeah, go over. Uh, and then when she's like looking in the mirror, putting on makeup, and had the wigs on the mirror, and she puts the wig on, I laughed so hard. Yeah. I mean, I liked when the gag. guy came up behind her. He was like, "Hey," and she's like pretending to be Selma Blair. Oh yeah, and she's like, "Oh hey, don't look at me." Yeah. And then she kisses him really fast so she he doesn't see her face. Yeah. But then she kills him. She wow. She doesn't kill him. She kills him. She just can't push the button. I mean, as I've said to Parker, that's I was the like, first person she kills. It's maybe. But you see her kill that you get to see in this That's true. show anyway. I mean, it, truly the role. Can you is imagine like, any... like someone begging you to like let them live and then just letting them float well, out? Of she's space. looking to push the button while also being like, if I do it, I'm gonna get in trouble. Get in trouble. But she won't die. She doesn't know that. You know, what if they ejected her into space because she's like taken over her that sister's identity? Nice. Just like float away, be dead so fast. 
you would be dead really fast. That Remember in Gravity when she finds the guy's and his head's suit, all sucked and it's just out. well, and it's just like ice Hollow. in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that happens to Princess Leia in the latest Star Wars to Carrie Fisher. She gets sucked into outer space. She does, and then they show her floating and ice crystals on her face, and then like the force is in her, so she like warms up and floats back into the spaceship. I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. And it's Carrie. Spoiler Fisher. alert: she lives, but then she died in real life. Wait, and it's. Is it actually Carrie Fisher it or is. CGI Carrie Fisher? Uh, hard to say. Wait. The lines have been blurred. But when did Carrie Fisher die before or after? I think it was like oh all in and amongst. <clears throat> I think that she was like on her way to do more shoots for Star Wars on the plane and that's when she died. She died on a plane? Yeah. Can you imagine? Wait, on the private plane? Uh, no, I don't know. She's jet blue. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> That is. You guys, am I right? Did she die in a plane? Who? Carrie Fisher. Jeremy's gonna look it up. I don't feel like Carrie Fisher died on a plane. I think she died on a plane. Can you imagine being on a plane and you're in first class and you're sitting next to Carrie Fisher? And then she had a heart attack. And then it's like, we're here, Carrie. No, I think it was the middle of the flight and they couldn't save her. Oh, and it was happening and it was like clear that it wasn't just in her sleep. No. That's awful. I know. That's just wow. I don't know. We're finding out if there's We're waiting. Any, any truth. It's somewhere around there. She's dead. You guys, no, no, but she died from a heart Princess attack. Princess Leia plane. lives. Carrie Fisher dies. What Star Wars is this? There's this new Star Wars now called Solo that I'm <gasps> seeing ads for. I I'd like to see that. That's about, it's an origin story of Han Solo. I haven't seen any of these recent Star Wars things because. I keep seeing them. They. I don't care. I don't know why. So I really don't give a shit about either. this. Like, Jeremy's bringing me What I care about. What is okay, it? here you go. Fisher died of a sudden cardiac arrest on December 27, 2016, at age 60, four days after experiencing a medical emergency during a transatlantic okay. flight from London to Los Angeles. There you go. Her final film, Star Wars The Last Jedi, was released on December 15th, two days before my birthday, and is dedicated to her. It should be. You know? I mean, what is Star Wars without Princess Leia? Hell there. She's good in those movies, actually. She's so good in them. I just... It's like when they, I tried watching one of them recently, one of those recent ones, and I just got really like, I don't care, and I just, I don't. It's just don't you love thing. that Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher were having an affair on the set of Star Wars when they were filming it? You mean affair? Were they married to anybody? Or they were just, were they I don't single? Know. Harrison and just Ford a good might have been married to someone. Yeah. I always just say affair no matter what. Not like extramarital, but like a sexual affair, romantic it's just affair. It's all an affair. An, an affair encounter. to remember. Um. If you do you know that Carrie and Star Wars were being cast at the same time? So a lot of those like Sissy Spacek was like going in for Star Wars. Oh interesting. And um this one we were just Carrie Fisher was like going in for Carrie, you know? Can like, you imagine if Carrie played Carrie? Um, I can't ultimately. No, Sissy ultimately couldn't it couldn't have been anyone else. It couldn't have been anyone else but Sissy Spacek. And, and certainly like, not that Chloe Grace Moretz who ended up doing the remake. That was unfortunate. She is an unfortunate actress, I must say. I'm trying. You know what? I really liked her in Clouds of Silver. You Marie. did. Uh, she's exact. She was perfect. Well, she, she was, was playing herself. You don't know that. You don't know that she's playing herself. She was playing this like kind of actress. I don't think she's playing herself. She was. It was too wise. I if you haven't seen The Clouds of Sils Maria, treat yourself to like a sort of like very beautiful and very. It's a real like get your do your chamomile, <sighs> take your valerian. You know, if you can take pills, take a pill and just. 
watched this movie in a kind of like zone. Juliette I, Binoche is everything. I need to see the new Juliette Binoche. What I is can't that? Wait. Are you ripping that My Little Pony's no, head off? It has off? hair in its neck seam, and I don't like it. Okay. Um. Uh, I'm trying. I can't remember. Jeremy just gave us the wrap it up sign. Oh. Um. So. I thought that was fun. I thought I thought it was fun too. I had a good time. Jeremy's just like talking to you today. I had a good time talking to you too, and I've been watching Jacob and Jeremy get the set together I for. I didn't get to see any of it. Um, for our photo shoot that we're doing today, it's Ugh, gonna be. I have to warm up my body. You don't. You don't have to do any dancing. But I mean, I want to like at least have like a nice foot, you know. Tea. Yeah. So, so I, I guess. I have to warm up my feet. Yeah, I have to warm up my voice because it's photos. Um, <laughs> um, we're gonna get into costume. There's a song I wanted to sing today. Oh, what is it? If only I could remember. I've been having all these dreams. Oh, I know. My little pony, my little pony. What will today's adventure bring? I don't remember what happens after. That's that. it. That's all you remember more. from it. My little pony, my little pony. What will today's adventure bring? I love when you just let the music take you. Ah, isn't it wild? I, where it's where I decide that, you know what this song's gonna be? It's gonna be this. It'll be anything. Yeah, I It'll mean, it's nice if I'm not listening to the music. Have you been listening to Touche, everybody? Mm-mm. You should listen to Touche. I haven't been listening. Oh, I mean, Jen and. Jen's been Yeah, doing, I've been listening um, to that. You know what I thought you said? And it couldn't be more different is, um,. The first podcast that you introduced me to. Throwing Shade? I literally, that's what I thought you meant. And I was like, I have stopped listening to Throwing Shade. But I, I do listen to Touche because I love, well, you know, I'm seeing Jen this coming Saturday. I'm going to the play. You are? I'm going to go to it. In Princeton? Maybe I will come. Do you want me to ask her if, if, you, if she can get another ticket? I can probably pay for it. Cool. I'm sure she'd love to have you come. Um, we... She did a whole thing where she interviewed other cast members about, like, you know, their life, their experience. This is a film, isn't it, Jeremy? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, of course it was. That wasn't a photo. Um, although there's a doll's house over there. I can't wait to go look at it. Oh, my God. Well, wait till you hear about who Michael shares the studio with. Her name. I want to call her Ariadne, but it's not. It's Andromache. Right. She's the daughter of Kathleen Chalfant. Mm-hmm. And she is a set designer. And they are working on the new... Oh, sorry. We have to cut that. We'll cut so, it. So, Jeremy, you have to cut this part. <laughs> there you go. Once you put a fart sound in, you got to cut it. Um, okay, never mind. Anyhow, you'll meet Andromache. She's major. Well, I don't know if even that can stay in. Maybe. maybe Who cares? Can. Well, stalkers. Anyway. Wait, okay, I have a quick question before oh, we go. Okay. If you, I know that you don't like horror movies and they scare you. Mm-hmm. But, but if you, you could. Quiet Place. No, if you could be in a remake of a horror movie, and I know you haven't seen many. But if you could be in a remake of one, what would it be? Um, I really liked Event Horizon. Well, that was terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe The Blob or... Um, <laughs> yes. Or there's another one. I would like to be a child of the corn. Oh, you want to be in Children of the Corn as one of the children? Yeah. Okay, but what if it's... Okay, and but it, you're, it's your age now, Or the birds. Though. Do you know what I mean? You know what? That is it. You'd be Tippi Hedren. Thank you. In The Birds, in a remake of The Birds, I would absolutely try to raise $30 million to make that happen. I'd love to do the Parker Posey part in Scream 3. Oh, I mean... I mean, you, you would like to do the Parker Posey part. Well, it's almost like I don't need to because it, You're doing, it already it's your happened. Life. Yeah. Like, when she did it, it's like the same. It's, it's, it's beyond. It's so incredible. If I could be in a remake of a horror, mm-hmm. I would be... I'd love to play the blob in the blob. 
That's also amazing. I would play both of the adult parts in um, The Shining. Wow. Both Jack Nicholson That's and Shelley Duvall. Can I play the little boy? Yeah. Or the sisters. I mean, that's really, come play with us, Danny. I would be amazing as the you, sisters. Just on your knees in a dress with, like, yeah. little shoes on your knees. It could be me and Harriet. <laughs> it's, bad, it's, it's best if it's just you with, like, maybe a mirror next to you that you're yeah. holding. There's these photographs uh. of mirrors in that Zoe someone exhibit on the uh-huh. fifth floor of the Whitney that are gorgeous and spooky. Because you really, like, expect to see yourself in them because you don't, they're angled so you don't see the camera. Uh-huh. So you're like, uh... Yeah, it's really good. But I'm not in it. Well, there you have it. Here, wait till you see the horror movies that Reed and I are going to be in remakes of. You hear, heard it here first, and I'm sure the people at MGM are working on it as we speak. Um, what a pleasure to get to talk with you today, Reed. Yes. And, uh, for people to listen to a week later, and um, we loves you. Goodbye.